And I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Anand Zaki. Kia ora Anand, and Air New Zealand's profits are soaring, but executives say that is not the whole picture. No, it's not. Uh, kia ora to you, Mani. Air New Zealand says its recovery is well underway with a strong return to profitability and revenue growth. The airline's half-year net profit was $213 million against last year's loss of $272 million. Revenue almost tripled to $3 billion, while passenger numbers totaled $8 million, more than double the year before. Domestic, domestic traffic is at 94% of pre-COVID levels and international at 60%. Chief Executive Greg Foran says most of its fleet is back-flying, but costs are high and the profit needs to be seen in context. We've come off three pretty difficult years, losses of one point. To six billion over the last three years, you know, four thousand of our staff let go, and I think we need to keep the profit in context. At the end of the day, the amount that we've made after six months is basically what it costs us to buy one new seven eight seven Dreamliner. We've got some pretty significant expenditure coming up over the next sort of four or five years. The full year underlying profit forecast is between 450 and 530 million. A decision on a return to dividends will be made then. Staying with the aviation theme, rebounding air travel has helped Auckland Airport deliver its first underlying profit in two and a half years. The airport's underlying profit for the six months ended December was $68 million, compared with an $11.5 million loss a year ago. The after-tax profit was just under $5 million from nearly $109 million on sharply lower property values. Passenger, passenger numbers have increased to 71% of pre-COVID and there was higher retail and property income. Chief Executive Carrie Hurihanganui expects further recovery in the second half helped by a reopened China. But with now those constraints and the ability for travel opening up, um, we expect that to start to pick up activity. I think you know by by April, we're looking to be back at 19 flights per week to and from mainland China. So those are the kind of factors also that led us to say, listen, we actually think getting to full year, it's going to be positive, and and that's why we wanted to update our guidance. Auckland Airports increased its four-year forecast to between 125 million and 145 million dollars. Campervan and tourism operator Tourism Holdings is optimistic the post-COVID tourism rebound will continue as it returns to the black. The company reported a half-year profit of $25 million from last year's loss of $4.4 million. Chief Executive Grant Webster expects to resume paying shareholders a dividend. When you're on the floor in the way that we were in tourism, it's a long way to sort of feel like you're standing up and standing up straight again. So for us, yes, I guess taking that analogy that the ceiling is a little bit lower on a broader economic basis, but as you're still standing up from the floor, there's a lot of room between the floor and the ceiling. And the result includes just one month after merging with Apollo Tourism and Leisure, but Grant Webster expects the impact of the merger to be clearer in the full-year results, which they're forecasting will be above $75 million. Pay television operator Sky Network's half-year profit has fallen slightly as higher, higher programming and hardware costs offset the gains from more subscribers. Net profit was $26.2 million, down a couple of million a year ago, but revenue was up and its subscribers to satellite and streaming channels topped a million people. 
Chief Executive Sophie Maloney says they've held on to a large loyal base of set-top box users, had strong sports take-up, but its neon service might benefit from rising prices and changed rules at competitors such as Netflix. We, of course, look at what others are doing in the market. Um, I do think there is a bit of negativity towards Netflix given their change in approach on password sharing and people doing some reconsideration based on some of that feedback. So we think that's just going to be positive for, for Neon at this stage. Sophie Maloney says the priority is to transfer viewers from the soon-to-be-closed Vodafone TV and then press on with its new boxes. Kiwi Bank has had a strong lift in its first-half profit on increased home and business lending, but warns the second half will be tougher. The state-owned bank posted a profit of $98 million for the six months ended December, compared with $64 million the year before. Its business and home lending increased by $1.1 billion, while rising rates lifted interest income as well. Chief Executive Steve Yurkovich says it's yet to see a big lift in loan defaults, but has increased the amount set aside in case. He expects the, he expects the impact of higher interest rates, inflation and the recent extreme weather events to be felt in the second half. Well, to see how the markets have digested all of that uh, today, we're joined by Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. Good afternoon to you, Belinda. Good afternoon, Anan. Well, how's the local share market looking today? A lot of big, big results announced this morning. Yes, there's a lot of results for uh, investors to digest, but the overall market's currently up 55 points at 11,849. Just some of those stocks you've been talking about on the news there in New Zealand, just down half a cent at 80 cents. Auckland Airport up 20 cents at 8.78. Sky TV just down 2 cents at 2.50. And THL up 5 cents at $3.80. And just some of our other leading stocks in the market there today, we've got A2 Milk, they're up 8 cents at 7.06, Contact Energy up 4 at 7.63, EBOS is down 32 at 44.13, Fitch Building's up 2 at 4.83, Fisher & Paykel Healthcare, they're up 31 cents at 26.13, uh, Infratil's up 4 at 8.72, um, Main Freight Steady at 73.20, Port of Tauranga down 4 at 6 15, Ryman Healthcare down 8 at 5.44 and we've got Spark rebounding after yesterday's result. It's up 8 cents at 5.09. Okay, can we just have a headline Australian figure there? Yeah, they're just down slightly, down 24 points. The S&P ASX 200 at 7,291. Just the resources stocks off about 3% there. And just looking at our interest rates here, we're uh, picking up a little bit higher again today. Those 90-day bank bills at 5.11%. Uh, the 10-year swap rate up 4 at 4.61. And just looking at the currency, we're up slightly against most of our trading partners. 0.6220 against the US dollar. The pounds are 0.5163. The euro, 0.5865. The Australian dollar just down slightly at 0.9132. The yuan at 4.294 and the yen at 83.90. We've got Brent Spot Oil at 80.52 a barrel and gold's tracking a bit higher at 18, 1825 US dollars an ounce. 
Thank you very much. That's Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. And just quickly, another earnings report. A hospital property investor Vital Healthcare has reported a first-half loss of $31 million despite revenue growth as its property costs rose and on reduced property value gains. And we'll be back with the latest news and numbers in Checkpoint around half past five. But for now, Marnie, that is business.